This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, agency managers will get a little more time to use special pandemic hiring authorities. Contractors will automatically get their SAM.gov registrations renewed. And some members of Congress are hoping to get the Postal Service to commit to using more electric vehicles. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies have more time to use a special hiring flexibility to bring on talent during the pandemic. The Office of Personnel Management is extending the deadline for agencies to use a COVID-19 accepted service hiring authority. That means agencies can use the authority to bring on new talent until the end of 2021. Appointments will last no longer than a year. OPM first created the special authority last March to help agencies hire more people more quickly to respond to the pandemic. Agencies did some hiring during the pandemic, but not enough to make a big dent in the size of the federal workforce. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco explains. Agencies added a total of 36,000 federal employees between March and December of last year. That's according to a new analysis from the Partnership for Public Service. The workforces at 15 cabinet agencies grew during that period. The Education Department did the most hiring. The size of its workforce grew by nearly 3% each quarter. The Department of Health and Human Services, though, is smaller. Its workforce shrunk by 1% each quarter. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. A coalition of 25 federal employee organizations are urging the White House to prioritize restoring a quorum at the Merit Systems Protection Board. The Federal Postal Coalition wrote to the director of the Presidential Personnel Office. They're asking the White House to take urgent action to nominate MSPB members. The board has been without a quorum for over four years. The coalition says a non-functioning MSPB deprives federal employees of justice. The group includes the two largest federal employee unions, the Senior Executives Association and the Federal Managers Association. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack focuses in on the policy package he'll pursue. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has details. At the top of his agenda are the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, programs for children, and farm support. Speaking at the National Press Club, Vilsack, who was also USDA Secretary for the entirety of the Obama administration, said he's reviewing whether to make a permanent 15% hike in the monthly food allowance and getting more families into the Women, Infants, and Children program. He said the agency is reviewing a disparity in government support for black and white farmers. I'm Tom Temin. The CMMC accreditation body picks a familiar face as its new CEO. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us who it is. Matt Travis, the former deputy director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at DHS, is the new CEO of the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, accreditation body. Travis becomes the CMMCAB's first CEO and starts on April 1st. As its CEO, Travis will oversee the day-to-day development and management of the CMMCAB. The organization is leading the effort to develop a supply chain assurance process to ensure DOD contractors are protecting government data. 
Travis worked at CISA for two years before leaving in November. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Vendors whose registration in the System for Award Management, or SAM.gov, was set to expire between April 1st and September 30th are automatically extended an extra 180 days. The General Services Administration says this extension will happen automatically, and the vendors do not have to take any action. GSA is extending the SAM.gov registrations in order to relieve any potential burden during the implementation of the American Rescue Act. GSA says it will process the extensions in a deliberate, incremental manner over the course of several months to let federal systems that rely on this data consume it on their normal cadence. House Democrats are asking the Postal Service to halt its next-generation delivery vehicle contract. Congressman Jared Huffman leads 12 members in pausing the contract until the Senate confirms President Biden's three nominees to serve on the USPS Board of Governors. The members say the 10-year contract sets too low of a bar for purchasing electric vehicles and that the decision should be made by a full board. House members have introduced legislation that would give USPS $6 billion to make the majority of its new fleet electric vehicles. The National Archives and Records Administration is sticking with its goal to no longer accept paper records by the end of 2022. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman with more. NARA's Chief Records Officer Lawrence Brewer says the pandemic gave agencies an added challenge in meeting the deadline, but says it's too early to decide whether the Biden administration will give agencies more time to make the switch to electronic records. There has to be some conversations about the 2022 targets, and I expect that those conversations will happen. NARA set the deadline in a 2019 memo with the Office of Management and Budget and looks to close the book on a decade-long process to move agencies to electronic records management past the deadline. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The cyber espionage operation behind the SolarWinds hack managed to get access to the acting Homeland Security Secretary's email account. Sources tell the Associated Press that Chad Wolf's emails were targeted and compromised. So were several top DHS cybersecurity officials. In the days after the department found its systems were compromised, senior officials' phones were wiped clean, and they relied, at least temporarily, on commercial encrypted messaging apps like Signal to communicate. After a blockbuster report on sex crimes in the Army, the service is changing the way it deals with harassment. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Sexual harassment claims will no longer be investigated inside the brigades where the issue took place. Instead, the Army will now choose an investigating officer from a different brigade to look into the allegations of harassment. The hope is that the distance will add objectivity and keep personal relationships, favoritism, and other problems outside the investigation. The change comes after the Army released a set of recommendations to stop sexual assault and harassment in the force. The Suggestions were in response to rising sexual assault rates and a recent murder at Fort Hood in Texas. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Marine Corps says it's fired one senior officer and disciplined nine others after an investigation into a deadly training accident last summer. We get more from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Nine Marines were killed when their amphibious vehicle sunk off the Southern California coast last July. An eight-month investigation completed last week found what the Marine Corps called a confluence of human and mechanical failures, including training deficiencies. The vehicle in question started to sink because of leaks and a transmission failure. Even after a distress signal, it took 20 minutes for another amphibious vehicle to arrive to help. When it did, the two vehicles collided, causing the first one to sink with 11 Marines still on board. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. And the Navy will need a bigger workforce if it ever wants to dig its way out of its submarine maintenance backlog. A Congressional Budget Office report says despite the Navy's efforts to contract out some of its work to private contractors, the demand for maintenance will still exceed the supply of labor. 
CBO projects a 5% decrease in shipyard productivity in 2021. The report states that the service needs nearly 300,000 more labor days than it can actually supply over the next 30 years. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.